Good evening and welcome to MTG Profits. This is episode number 18. I'm your host, Devin, and as always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey, everybody. And uh, it's uh, both of us back in action today. Andy had to carry the torch all by himself last week. Yes, uh, you were you were off in uh, uh, exile, I guess. But... I was. I had been removed from the battlefield. So uh, <laughs> nothing too bad. I was just traveling, so... Uh, Nothing too crazy, but uh, but now I'm back, uh, ready to own as usual. Back to the <laughs> battlefield. Exactly. I think what, there's only, I think, what is there one card that that can bring something back from exile? Oh gosh, um, I guess there's a couple that can be played from exile. The new Squee comes to mind. There's a there's that Swan that comes back from exile. Um, I'm not sure. There's a couple of things. Yeah. I'm just thinking of things that'll, you know, to bring a car back from exile. You know, I almost feel they use the exile mechanic a little bit too flagrantly in the last, I would say, almost five years. You know, like, historically, exiling a card was kind of a big deal. It was somewhat hard to do. And it was a rare occurrence when your card was exiled. And uh, but now it seems like very, very frequently, like there are cards that just oh, exile, you know, exile target permanent or exile target creature. It seems like um, it, it's almost too, too much exiling, in my personal opinion. Yeah, it definitely seems to be a lot more exile. But then again, I mean, we've got a lot more things that that's the only way to deal with some things, you know, like uh, yeah. it comes to mind as like the. All those gods, the Porphyros and everything yeah, else. The indestructible, yeah. Yeah, what do you do I against feel, that? I feel that's sort of part of their appeal, though, is that they're so hard to get rid of, you know? And, and they take a little while to get going. They're not like, you know, you're not dropping them on turn three and swinging with them. It takes till like, turn six before they can be used or, or brought to bear, so, you know? So, I, I don't know. I, I feel they're relatively balanced. I, I almost I think know. that the... Those uh, guys are pretty powerful. You, got, you need to have some sort of answers, <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I still feel there's too much exiling going on. I agree. <laughs> I think in the general, there's there's too much in the exile. I, I enjoyed the flavor of, of exile being a powerful effect. Like, whoa, yeah. I'm removing your creature from the game. You know, there's yeah, nothing yeah. done about that. So, you know, and now I almost feel like they're going to start to explore that space, the exiled space. I, exactly. That, you sure. Know, they'll be like, oh, this can remove this creature from exile or it can bring it back or this removes a card from exile, puts it in your graveyard. Uh oh, I see a lot of bullshit with that. So, I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm surprised that hasn't gotten more attention. Uh, you know, but... I, I kind of hope it doesn't. Again, it's nice to have that that, you know, that very solid, you know, this card is not coming back kind of well yeah. you know but that's the thing it's like everything that has a rule there's something that'll break that rule so sooner or later yeah, so, yeah. and like, when they get when they run out of ideas again <laughs> exactly exactly well you remember I, i'm trying to remember the name there's a couple of these cards in gosh what was it in was it in the the whole um uh what was the gods all oh, the theros i guess block where it was like uh, creatures your opponents control with hexproof lose hexproof. Oh yes, the um, there was a yeah, few of them. Light, did, lighthouse or whatever does that. Yeah. There was a couple that did similar things. Yeah. So, oh, guess what? You get rid of hexproof. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're right though. I mean, it's it's odd to have these spaces uh, be unexplored, but I guess as the keywords become more more common. 
then it, it allows for them for those spaces to be explored yeah. you know so the exiled space or the you know hex proof which typically hasn't been messed with you know so i, I don't know uh, I, I think we should go back to Barry as a mechanic. <laughs> you know, it was... You know, a dark re- vanishing, baby. <laughs> it's funny, but when was the last time you saw regeneration? I think they've done away with regeneration as a keyword. I believe that uh, I read that at some point months ago, that there's no more regeneration. They're trying to move away from that as a keyword mechanic. I think, Yeah, I think that sounds familiar. I think yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. It's kind of a shame, you know, and uh, the Barry was a way to get around regeneration. Now yep. it seems like they're like, well, we won't have regeneration. We'll just have exile, but now we'll mess around with the exiled space instead. I think yeah, it's sure. kind of a dumb way to go, really. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, but actually, regeneration was not a bad mechanic. I, I don't know why. You know, I think they started to get rid of it because of the regeneration shields and the BS that would happen associated with that. Exactly. It, be, it once again became more complicated, and it was just easier to get rid of it, I guess. Yeah, I guess they were like, this is stupid, and our rules are unfortunately unable to actually fix the stupid problem that we created <sighs> by having regeneration shields. So yeah. you know, when they changed the way the regeneration worked, I think that was problematic. So, And because <sighs> the rules fail to fix it, they just said we just won't print any more regeneration. So yeah, we're just done of, with it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weak way to fix a problem that they created. We'll, we'll just kind of ignore it. So that, that'll you do. Know, so it's kind of an annoying thing. I don't know, but there's been a lot of little cases I feel like that where the rules just didn't really make sense, like uh, as far as the actual play or, or even thematically, and and just just other weird things that I guess you wouldn't necessarily think logically that's how it would work you know and that's i think one of the largest weaknesses of the game that and mana screw and mana flood i think you're right like the 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 rules were made in such a way but as they explore more spaces that haven't been explored before artistic not artistically but creatively they run into problems where you're sitting here thinking you know i don't know how many times i've been sitting here playing a game thinking well that totally defeats the spirit of the card you know Uh, you know, well, technically that may be true. It, it seems to get around what they were essentially trying to do, and I, and I feel that's kind of unfortunate. You know, because I'm sure you've been on the the, the you know the end of something like that where you're like, wow, this is really cheesy the way this is being broken. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you remember I, I play with Scott. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you felt some. I have some my funny full things. full. Uh... <laughs> Meal of cheese every every time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you you are force fed uh, government style. Uh, exactly. Large quantity Velveeta. Highly premium. Uh, yeah, I think he's a big fan of the Velveeta too. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it only stands to reason. <laughs> uh, what was that? I was trying to remember. Was there some silliness too with Death Touch or something, and that changed? I think or, it was the Death Touch plus Trample made. Exactly. Death Touch and Trample, where if it was like. I could tap one creature for one point of damage, and all the rest of my damage would trample through because of the death touch or something like that. Yeah, it was something silly like that. I, I like, thought that was a dumb, dumb, really? dumb change. Like, yeah. Again, that sort of defeats the spirit of the of the rules and mechanics. I think if you have a if you have a five five creature that blocks a six six trample, you shouldn't the trampler shouldn't be able to tap for one and then trample through for five. <laughs> Exactly. You know, it, again, it just defeats the spirit of the of the cards yeah. the way they should be used, in my 
opinion, my humble opinion. I think yeah. that's a dumb, broken thing. Uh, I, I agree with that one. Uh, it, it just, again, it, that seems like, no, you should still have to trample that whole five points. You know, yeah. instead of, oh, I'm going to just trample one, and all the rest you get to the fate. So, yeah, exactly. And again, not in the spirit of the game. But. Yeah. And what was that other thing? So this was even farther back with the uh, legends, where it was like, well, you can only have one one of a legend on the battlefield. Yeah, the legend rule, and that, that's still in yeah. effect, though, correct? Well, you know, no, yeah, that, to... that changed somewhat, though. Oh, right? you're right. Before, both would be removed, I think, from the game. Yeah. Now, now I think both. If your opponent played the same legend, it was still okay. Ooh, no, it hasn't been that way for quite some time. Um, I know since at least the time of the uh, Cobblade decks with Jace the Mind Sculptor when he was standard legal and the uh, all those Blade of Fire and Ice, not Fire and Ice, the Blade, the the, uh, the Phyrexian Blades and yeah. the uh, that Hawk that would come out and bring more Hawks. Yeah, I remember the, the even then, hawk. yeah, even then the um, the Legend rule at current where one when one Legend hit the board. When one, le- if if both of us had Jace out, or if he had Jace out, I could drop my own Jace to bury his Jace. So, I think that has changed uh, since then. I think now we can both have our own Jaces out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we both have our our own, yeah. both have our own Jaces. So that's changed a couple of times. I think the originally originally it was like they annihilated each other. They would all die, and then they changed yeah. it so that only the most recent would live. And now they've changed it again so that anyone can have their own legends. And exactly. And they, yep. if they bring out another one, they get to choose which one dies. Yeah. So, uh, so they've had to change that a couple of times. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you still also sort of related. If you played, you know, Jace the Mind Sculptor, and then played another Jace, that was okay too. They've gone back and forth on that, too. (laughs) A Jace with a different name. Yeah. Jace the Cunning Castaway. You can actually now have both. Yes, that is is correct. But at one point, when you you could not. Yeah. But uh, but you're right. Now they you can they can they're all individual unique legendary cards. Yeah. But um, yeah, again, I I understand they have to change things over time, but. Some of the things again seem better than others, but I, I particularly dislike when, the, you know, the spirit of the card and what they should do seems to be circumvented by some funny rules issue. I feel that's frustrating. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I don't know, and that that, that all I think it also you know, impacts the the players, especially you know casual or newer players. I mean, how are you going to understand all these? you know minor rules and i don't know yeah makes it more Uh, difficult i think so although i you know i I actually think that the the advent and continued use of things like arena is going to help with some of that stuff because you know absolutely you know it'll it it makes it easier to learn these things and it sort of shows you how you know it doesn't really show you but you learn as you go with those sorts of things so Uh, speaking of the arena i saw an interesting thing i can't remember if we discussed this but um I think we talked about the MTGO and how uh, the value of the cards are dropping relatively quickly. I saw yeah, going down. an article about um, in uh, yep. less than two years ago, a year and a half ago, the to buy a complete playset of every card on MTG Online 
was uh, twenty nine thousand U S dollars. Yep. And um, as of December twenty eighteen, it's down to thirteen thousand. So um, yeah, the precipitous drop there. So um, huge drop. Yeah. And I think it's because of the arena and and other things and the way they've changed the um, the redemption. They've shortened the yep. window and those sorts of things. So I think uh, I think. It, you know, it almost goes without saying, I hate to say it, but people that have large MTGO collections should probably consider getting the hell out, at least for any high-dollar cards. Yes. It's one thing if you are continuing to play it and enjoy it, it but it's another, when it comes to a value proposition, it's time to, um, I, I would say, jump ship. I have sold all of my high-dollar MTGO things. I've done it many months ago, and I didn't have a lot, I think I I think I got like $57 or something. Sure. So we're not talking hundreds or thousands of dollars. I really feel bad for people that have thousands of dollars here because um, I'm fearful that Magic won't do anything to transition those people over in any meaningful way to Magic. <sighs> I, I would, yeah, I would share that concern. I, I don't think they would do any sort of trans, you know, yeah. transition or, or, I, don't know, I, I think what they'll, or anything like that. It's, un, it's unfortunate, but I think what they'll do is they'll continue supporting it until such a time when so few people use it that it effectively becomes a useless platform. Yeah. And then by supporting it, they won't have to transition people over. They'll just wait for the platform to die. Exactly. Have so, a natural death. Ugh. Yeah. So I, I'm afraid that um, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that uh, that that is a, a very uh, that's a money pit at, at this point. So uh, be, be I, I agree. Although you know, I'm trying to recall uh, kind of wizards you know statements on that i want to say that kind of their uh, i don't know what they, they stated for the future for mtgo was more that playing up the fact that there would be many different formats that you could play on that that it was you have yeah. like the cube format and a couple different other new ones and it has you know such a wide breadth of cards that you can use and these were the, the advantages of of uh, still playing that you know, I, I think they'll say stuff like that to placate the current users, but the probable end is when no one's on the platform. So technically, you could play Battle Bond or Two-Headed Giant or, you know, Cube. Well, guess what? If there's no one to play with, you can't play the damn game. Doesn't matter. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, again, uh, you know, that's a prediction that I have is the continued demise of, uh, of the MTGO, which gets us to other things since it's the new year. We... Uh, Maybe uh, we should make a few predictions about what yeah, we think new is, uh, you is going to happen here. Things happening, a big new year. We got uh, the start of it, nice and fresh here. So, what do we think is actually going to going to happen this year, as far as Magic, the Gathering, and and what directions it's going to go in? I know that uh, Mark Rosewater said it's going to be a very exciting year for Magic. Twenty nineteen is going to be a big year with 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 huge exciting things happening and. And uh, I'm not exactly sure what that means. It's 2018 was pretty, uh, pretty tumultuous, I would say. But um, yeah. you know, I I have a number one prediction. I don't know okay. if you want to lay one of yours out there, but um, go ahead my, if you got one right at, at your... my number one prediction. Right. And this uh, cool. comes to uh, comes uh, in a I guess is prescient just due to this being a finance podcast. I. I predict a continued continued rise of uh, MSRP. I expect more mm-hmm. more packs of uh, more uh, more increased prices. More uh, I expect more master sets, although that being called something different. 
But um, I expect more uh, increases in MSRP. We'll see. I think that's a fair prediction. I mean, everything going up in price. Uh, I think. Do you think that's going to actually affect uh, the end users, the actual players, or do you think this is more on the kind of retail level and and you know, I think, well, I guess we'll see. I guess what I, I should probably clarify is uh, I think Wizards has gotten so accustomed to selling high-priced packs and high-priced booster boxes, I think that trend will definitely continue. You know, like like these Masters sets and the, yep. um, you know, the Masters and, um, oh, snap, uh, I just exploded a pen all over myself. But uh, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> on a side note there, but um, yeah, I expect more continued increase. You know, they, they've gotten so accustomed to selling booster packs for you know iconic prices, these nine dollar ninety nine cents yeah. booster packs, and the, Goodness you know iconic masters, masters twenty five, ultimate. You know, more recently, ultimate masters, which I think the MSRP on those bad boys was. Uh, is it uh, fifteen dollars a pack? I believe. Yeah, yeah. So um, I exp- and and for good, for better, or for worse, those packs were were um, they sold well. Those boxes sold well. Yeah. So it wasn't like uh, you know. I I initially thought there might be some pushback or or pullback. Is maybe a better uh, better way to describe that, where people would pull back and not purchase those cards due to cost, but. Uh, the market absorbed it, and um, uh, and hungers for more. You know, between the between the two hundred and fifty dollar booster booster boxes from uh, Guilds of Ravnica, those special yep. ones with the special. Uh, oh, of course, yeah, you gotta get that. Yeah. People bought all those up, and uh, people Absolutely. bought up all the Ultimate Masters. So apparently, there is a hunger for two hundred and fifty dollar boxes, Jeez. and a hunger that uh, cannot be satisfied. Apparently, or at yes. least. Has not been satisfied to date. So um, crazy. Yeah, I think uh, we'll see more of that. I don't know what they'll call it, but um, that, that's my number one prediction. Uh, okay. As to what I think uh, we that's have to fair. look forward to. Yeah. Absolutely, I definitely see price increases. Yeah. So. Not sure what else. Um, um, I think you know, Wizards already made the comments. So we've already seen some things in action, and I think this will be definitely the year of uh, esports and magic, and, and Wizards trying to get break into the esports. It seems they're they're really throwing their weight into this arena. No, no pun, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely a, a pretty strong possibility. I know that's what they're after, and. I, you know, I think I really think it's almost sort of a a, a wasted effort, but um, that's a talk for another time. But I, I think you're right. I think they're they are highly desirous of that. Um, I I remember even years ago, years ago, uh, I want to say four years ago, in uh, Hasbro's uh, shareholder meeting notes, they had specifically mentioned that they are one of the top esports, and I was thinking, yeah. what are they talking about? You know, exactly. I, I, I could, you know, when they, and they, I, I couldn't even remember the the phony metric that they used, but it must have been, um, it must have been something like uh, total all time, you know, accounts created or something. So, yeah, as, something. as opposed to active users, but they, exactly. they've always been very highly desirous of uh, of an esports title of some sort, and. Uh, I think they'd love to be in that space, and uh, it's just a tough thing to uh, translate into esports. It's just, I, it's just I agree. really, really boring to watch. 
I, I think you'll, you're definitely going to see, you know, Wizards get into it. You're going to see more events. You're going to see players highlighted. You're going to see all of this. You'll be big tournaments and all this, lots of money. But I think the yeah. end result is is not going to be anything significant. I, I don't think for all, all the energy that they're going to put into it, the results are going to be uh, equal. Yeah, uh, that's, a safe, prediction. Uh, that's a safe bet. I think you're probably right on that. But I think you're right, though. They're going to try. They're going to try hard. I think, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more events. We're yeah. going to see uh, them trying new kind of tools and ways to get people involved, uh, more money for players and 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 winners, uh, you know, and maybe kind of try to cheat a little bit with, you know, oh, it's a big winner. Well, you don't get actual money, but you get a streamer, you know, streamer contract or something. Uh, yeah. I could see that. No, but I, I don't know. I, I think you're definitely going to see more in the esports stuff. But yeah, I, I don't think it's going to make such a huge splash that they're thinking that's going to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty safe bet. I think it's, yeah, I think it's. Great, I think you're going to see prediction. just a, it tick up, like, I don't know, viewership or, or purchases or whatever you, metric you want to look by, maybe a, just a hair. But it's not going to jump like. 15% because of this or something. No, no, I'm it's, sure you're it's right. Gonna be, it's going to be small, and I think they're going to learn that, well, the money just does not, is not the, as big an incentive or is not, it doesn't doesn't work like that, at least not for Magic. Yeah, it's just too boring to watch. You yeah. know, it's just all there is to it. You know, it's like you need something that, that's fast and easy to understand where you can look up from your, you know, conversation and see what's going on and figure it out, but uh, I think it's too... To, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it translates well into that. No. no. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure they're trying, and I think that's a great prediction. What else? What else do you think is going to happen you know, this year? I'm not really sure, other than uh, I, I see prices going up. I, I see continued relentless product releases. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think we'll see more and more sets. They'll be different, you know, uh, I don't know, Ultimate Masters 2 or whatever. There'll be more of these kind of things. More of these promotional sets where it's hey every every box has one planeswalker in it guaranteed or I, I don't know other exactly. or other kind of silliness like that where it's more yeah. gimmicky to get you to to buy the the special stuff. 2018 was really the first year that Wizards came as close to selling individual specific cards direct to consumer than they've ever come before, yeah. with the uh, box toppers, the ultimate masters, and the um, and the preceded packs in uh, that guild, Ultimate Guilds to Ravnica box. It's it's as close as they've ever come to actually selling individual cards. And I think they would love to get into that market. And um, and I, I think that's going to help them sell cards. They will take advantage of that. I think, I'm so, not sure if 2019 is the year for that, but I would say uh, maybe by 2020. I think they're going to, I think you'll be able to buy over. specific things where you're like, wow, I, uh, you know, I want that high dollar card. I'm going to buy that booster box so I can get it. You know, they came close. Oh, yeah. Like I said, they, you know, they had, uh, you know, I, you know, they came oh, pretty close. They're selling on Amazon and, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. The packs. I, I just mean even individual. Sure. Packs. Oh yeah. I, mean, I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see that Where happening. You know, like the, uh, like these seeded packs, you know, it's yeah. like, wow, this is as close as they've ever come to selling specific cards. But, uh, and they may tweak that, that equation somewhat. You know, like I could see, uh, I could see them releasing some sort of um, instead of you know modern masters, they could 
produced some product called, um, oh God, I don't know. Oh gosh, whatever they'll want to call it. They'll they'll have to call it something different than Masters. You know, they'll they'll Ultimate I don't know what popper. So they'll call it something. You know, and then with each box, you get a you get a. Uh, you know, like a specific card. You're going to get one of three cards and it's going to yep. be, a, it'll be either a Tarmogoyf or a Snapcaster or a Liliana. You know, yeah. you got one of three, one of three, you know, so it won't exactly be direct selling you, but it'll be selling you, a, you know, a 33% chance of getting one of those high dollar cards. You know, I could Absolutely. easily see them doing such a thing. And uh, apparently they could just do it even after the fact. I think, uh, I think they had, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they had already run to print with the Ultimate Masters boxes, and then they actually had to crack the boxes, insert the um, the Ultimate Masters uh, specific packs, and reseal mm-hmm. them. And oh, uh, <laughs> so I don't see I don't I could see them doing that again. You know, if they're like we need to we need to come up with some way to sell these cards at higher than the normal value of boosters. Let's um yeah. let's do something funny like that. Only this time they'll be smarter. They won't have to go back to reseal the packs after they put them in yep. there. They have to. They would just have already done such a thing. Yeah, probably. Hmm. But uh, those are, I guess, are some, you know relatively reasonable predictions. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I some way to surprise and disgust us at the same time. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, well, let's see. A couple other things too. We kind of talk about it, but I think, like you said before, I mean, I think Magic the Gathering Online is going down. It's just going to continue to decline for the rest of this year. And, you know, conversely, uh, Arena is going to continue to grow. Yeah, safe bet. I think it's going to get better and better. More people are going to play. You know, they're going to have more uh, game modes. They're going to have more features as part of the the client. I, I think that's just going to get a lot better. Yeah, I, that's a safe bet. I think you're 100% on that one. Um, yep. As far as sets go, well, we know, we know we're know we back in Ravnica. The next set we know about is Ravnica Allegiance coming out this month. Um, I haven't it, really looked at the product release schedule anytime recently. So yeah, I haven't either. Sure. They, they do have that mapped out typically for a year out, so we could check that out. But I haven't actually looked at it, so... Yeah, um, we know that's coming out. Is there going to be a third set in that? I don't believe so. They're still going to continue the two, two set blocks, which still irks me even to this day. I still prefer the three set blocks. I just yeah. don't like the two sets. I feel like I enjoy drafting a lot, and I really like three set blocks. I yep. just like it. You know, I hate the two set block system. So I, I, I don't know. It still annoys me even to this day. Yeah, but hmm. um, I guess uh, so we've dealt with so a couple see. of predictions. We could go back and so, talk about some of our history. Well, I guess one one more thing. Back to the sets sure. though. So we know Ravnica's coming out. You think we're gonna have a return to something else now? Back to Mirrodin for a set, or uh, Gosh, I'm sure eventually somewhere yeah. else. Back. We were, let's see. We already went to Dominara, so that's done. Yep. Innistrad we, was recent as well. We did pretty recent with Innistrad. Um, we just did Ixalan. That was all new. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's been a little while since probably, Mirrodin. We can yeah, go back maybe there. Mirrodin maybe back up. <laughs> uh, maybe back in the rotation. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we could go back to there, or uh, what else was was? Uh, let's see, Amonkhet and all that. That's that was new. Maybe hey, back to Theros. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Or the, the 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 dragons. Uh, Tarkir was it? I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, I think. Did Tarkir come right after Mirrodin? I think, it, or not right after uh, the return to Ravnica? I think it did. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we're due for Tarkir again. We're also probably due for Mirrodin again. You're right. It's probably wow. time for that again. Surprise. I mean, I, I like the idea of having new, like, planes, new I things. I think, sure. you know, kind of returning to these other ones is, is kind of fun, but, you know, I don't know. It seems also a little bit. I don't know, just just kind of like we ran out of ideas kind of thing, so it's an easy win to go back. Yeah, I think it's easier for them to explore that, re-explore already dealt with spaces. Exactly. So, And I know, let's see, so let's see, we go back there. So probably going back to some set, we'll say uh, maybe maybe Mirrodin. Um, do you and think we're going to see some, uh, probably at least one new set, I would, I would predict. Yeah. Uh, something completely new. Um, you think we're gonna see another uh, like core set, core core twenty? I guess probably, probably that'll yeah. be uh, around the summertime, right? They'll have yeah. a summer release of a core set of some sort. We'll never do core sets again. Yeah, <laughs> well, until they until they do. So, <laughs> you know, I have one prediction that's a safe a safe bet too. Uh, a continued, uh, complete and total um, desexualization of all the women on the cards as well. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So I'm I'm sure we'll see no cleavage, nothing revealing in any way, shape, or form. They've completely moved away from that. Golly, even yeah. uh, even when you compare like the old cards versus the new cards, I don't mean I don't mean going way back. I mean like four years back. You know, yeah. like you look at even like the Ravnica stuff. Like you're like, whoa, wait a second. Like these people are wearing full trench coats and like <laughs> yeah. full armor. Like the the men and the women. Like there's there is not an ab to be seen or a or you know, it's it's funny yeah. where it's just like they've gone so hard in that direction where they're like, all the women need to be covered to their necks at yep. least, you know, from the ankles to the neck. Yeah. So it's funny how how, it's, uh, how that's gone. So I, I predict more of that. So I, I can see that happening. Probably a safe bet. Do you think we're gonna get uh, some bizarre new creature type? We had uh, dinosaurs for goodness' sake. <sighs> Probably get ninjas or something. It's Back like, to ninjas. I, I know, can see that. Ninjas nerds love ninjas, and we haven't seen ninjas since uh, Kamigawa. And they've already said they will never return to Kamigawa after it almost destroyed the game. So, <laughs> yeah. so maybe we'll find ninjas on some other plane. You know. So who knows? It's like oh, nerds. They love they love dinosaurs. They love pirates. They love ninjas. You know, so we got it's like, zombies, so we got that <laughs> covered. Exactly. We got dragons. So uh, it's been a while since we've seen any ninja stuff. So yeah. it would surprise me if somehow ninjas pop up. You could see ninjas. That could be could be a thing. Although I, I don't know how, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how they squeeze. I always it. thought too, like something more to do with land, like some sort of other mechanics around land or land as creatures or or. I, I don't know. Something that seems like a space that's also could be explored more. Yeah, they tend to be very slow on on doing things of that nature, but we'll see. Yeah, um, yeah we got the yeah we had our dinosaurs. Um, yeah, hard to say. 
Uh, I guess the uh, I guess is it next set or maybe or maybe it'll be concluding after. I think that's it's supposed to bring kind of the conclusion to the the whole storyline, right? With the the um, uh, what they call oh, the, the guilt Nicole pact Bolas or whatever, and their face off with Bolas and uh, Nicole Bolas and uh, uh, everything that's going on there. I kind of quit paying attention to all that stuff not too long ago. <laughs> I, I, I know I that storyline is, I think, has been kind of creeping up to another confrontation with him. Okay. And uh, I don't know if that's fully going to be concluded. Uh, I know we're now back into the into Ravnica and the guilds, and there are some guild houses who have aligned with um, uh, with Bolas, and some that haven't. And there's going to be kind of a fight out between those, it seems. Uh, Okay, yeah, I'm I'm kind of unaware. I don't really, I can't really say. I don't have any. I think we'll we'll definitely see more new, more planeswalkers. That's for sure. Oh, always, always, yeah. Um, I don't know. Not really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Guess they got to get new spicy stuff in there periodically. Exactly. Put some more more spice in you there. It'd be good to see some of the planeswalkers die off. You know, none of them ever really ever die. It's they just linger forever. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be I'd be fine with that. You know, some somebody needs to kick off, uh, get toasted. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, that was kind of that was kind of cool back in what was it when you had Mirrodin besieged and uh, was it just returned to Mirrodin? What was the first one? Scars of Mirrodin. Scars, yeah. Uh, where it actually was a battle between the. Uh, the Phyrexians and I guess the Meridans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked that whole, you know, where the Phyrexians were busting out of their plane and going to tear it up. So it was like a, a threat for the survival of the whole plane. And uh, they the actually Phyrexians lost. The evil yeah. actually won on that one. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening in the current. Uh, that was kind of a cool. Yeah. Just, just kind of the, how that was all done was very cool. I thought. Exactly. I agree. I, I, I don't really see the people willing to let the bad guys win it currently was i can't imagine that i agree so i don't i don't predict that happening anytime soon so anything cool like that no (laughs) probably not (laughs) but yeah so I guess uh, we can do a little bit of a look back. We, um, Andy and I spent some time going back over some of our predictions from 2018. And um, we, uh, it's a little bit cumbersome because we probably should have been better about recording and logging what we had uh, actually, uh, the prices we had actually quoted and pickup prices versus what they are today. So we, we spent some time going through... Uh, some of the oldest available episodes that are still up on the SoundCloud, which is uh, episode four, five, and six. And um, we had um, done relatively well with our predictions. And I think moving forward, um, we'll probably, as we go forward with an episode, uh, also review an episode as well. So next week we'll, we'll review episode seven and uh, where those picks are. And um, and then we uh, may eventually make this stuff uh, available on the website as well for sure, easier, absolutely. easier consumption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, we had a relatively um, relatively high high win rate. We had um, so overall we our percentage was uh, relatively high. Sixty six percent of the cards were up. We had um, we had uh, sort of a something that was kind of interesting. We a, a very high percentage of my picks were up. So percentage-wise, of those episodes, every every pick was up. 
Um, however, I did not win the uh, the biggest win. You actually won that one. So um, you had uh, chosen the Anointed Procession as one of your picks, and that card went from uh, five dollars to essentially it went from five fifty to ten fifty. So the that was the actual one. largest gain of uh, of all the cards. So you win the uh, the, uh, <laughs> the largest uh, the largest. Large- price gain there single and card percentage gain exactly <laughs> exactly the um uh, or the yeah certainly the largest dollar gain yeah. um percentage wise i came close to you with the uh, cabal stronghold went from 60 cents to a dollar that was almost oh. a similar percentage and uh, the beast within went from 60 cents to a dollar but um but uh, we had done pretty well so if if people are interested in in knowing we had uh like I said, a, a pretty solid, uh, pretty solid win rate on that one. And um, again, we'll make those available as we yeah, we'll be posting all of those numbers soon, and we'll be talking about that more as, as our episodes go on, and give you the kind of the full picture of of kind of where we're at, where we're at, and, and how we really did overall on on our, our picks. Yep. That's... And I think some of these picks too, in particular. So I, you know what I, I I noticed as as looking through these as I was sort of going through them, some of the the picks that I made are all, I guess I don't know safer picks. So so for example, I would pick things that were you know commander staples and cards that yeah. have been, cards that have just been hammered by reprints. Sure. Where um so a more a higher percentage of your picks were more like. This card's really cool. I could think I think that it could really go up. And I think they're more speculative in that nature or in that regard. Like uh so I think that also contributes to some of the percentage differences. The variances, the, yeah. Exactly. So whereas my picks were like, well, I'm pretty confident this is gonna go up and this is why. And um and and then you had uh some more that were like maybe a little more out there and more prone to temporary drops but that's sure. not to say that they won't actually spike harder farther into the future so you know i, I think that's kind of yeah. fun if you want to be the more solid picker solid um yeah that's sort of the way that it worked out at least for these that's, that's those fun. three it, episodes yeah and i think one thing also to just as always a, a caveat to all of this that you know for these the, the market always changes things go up and down it's it's very hard to pick things that are going to have huge gains and a lot of these things and this is probably the biggest part that it, we're really looking for long-term gains too for some of these things exactly if, if we're looking you know within a month or two months or three months you know guess what probably things aren't going to change a whole lot but, exactly so you know, that's why it'll be curious is is um as we revisit the stuff, as we rebuild this, um, I shouldn't say rebuild, but as we build out this uh, spreadsheet of continuous, uh, it'll be curious to see how we do this year and then how we do next year with the same car as the same picks from this, you know, 2018, how they're doing in 2020. You know, it'll be, uh, it'll be curious to see because I, I could see us revisiting each year, you know, some of these. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. And I mean, I, I uh, some of the things I sell now, uh, you know, we're... Cards I had, you know, had, had been sitting on for like five years, you know. So it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely, 
Absolutely. And at the time, I, I paid almost next to nothing for them, and now they've you know gone up to you know several dollars or or more. Yep. So yeah, so it'll be curious to see how this goes over time. It'll be it'll be curious to see how how the more sort of steady sure bet wins versus the more speculative plays out over time. Yeah. I think it's just is due to the nature of the picks that we make. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like. Because like when I'm looking at this stuff, I'm like, yep, every one of these picks were cards that I looked at and I thought these boys are going up because they've been up before and this is why. And then I'm like looking at yours and I'm like, man, if that thing went, it would go big, you know, like it'd yeah. be alternate win cards or it'd be yeah, like, you know, sure. specific anti counter things. And I was like, oh boy, you know. So I think they uh, it'll be curious to see over time how that plays. Yeah, it'll out. be interesting, yeah. definitely. So that was a, a little bit of a look back for us. So, so far, yeah. So the taste. So what was the biggest loser of the ones so you the, looked at? The biggest loser was uh, actually the Omni Spell Adept. So you okay. you won both the biggest winner and the biggest. <laughs> so, the Omni Spell Adept. Now that being said, we're not talking huge dollar amounts in his case, but uh, it was an eighty percent drop on him. So so uh, he was fifty cents and is now ten cents. See, so, but there's a the thing though too. I mean, if something went down, it's a significant. Maybe it's a better deal now. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe it's even <laughs> and more like, attractive a, now. It's eight times better now to buy that Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I tell you that Omni Spell Adept, he is good. <laughs> Someone is gonna break him, and it's gonna happen. Well, at ten cents, he's certainly a better deal than he was at fifty. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he. Uh, so, pretty funny. Go buy some Omni Spell Adepts. So, like I said, it'll be curious to see. But uh, I think that might be about all we have. For I this. think that's it for now. Uh, like I said, we'll we'll have more coverage of our, our results uh, from last year, and and also check back so with with things that are um, as we're going forward. Uh, and I think we'll next week we'll get hey, back into it and. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready, preparing for uh, Ravnica Allegiance as well. Yep. Just as a, a last minute plug, want to make sure people go ahead and check us out at uh, mtgprofits.com. And uh, also, uh, if YouTube is your jam, check that out too. And he's pretty good about getting that stuff up there. But we have not had uh, really any consumption of uh, the podcast on YouTube. It's been, uh, I would say, abysmal. <laughs> so, pretty quiet on the YouTube. So uh, I'm not sure what we should do or need to do in that regard. But um, eh, something needs to change, I'm thinking there. And I'm not exactly sure what. But, yes. uh, yeah. So, and, and also, check out the YouTube. We'll be posting more and more of our arena matches, too. So that's a little bit more fun to watch, I think. Yeah, and it gives us something different. It gives you something if you want to watch us play as opposed to just listening to his blather. That's yeah, who wants to listen to that? Ooh. Wait, Thanks. you guys do. Keep listening. <laughs> Keep listening forever. <laughs> Always be listening. That's Always right. watch. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. All right, guys. Well, with that, um, may your picks always be profitable. We'll talk to you next time. Later, guys. Later.